Leaders and Leadership. Our text is from Acts chapter 6, and the lesson is titled Leadership. We often think of leaders as people who are most influential, the most important, or the most visible, such as pastors, school administrators, noted theologians, popular radio speakers, and outgoing personalities. But you can be a leader at home, in Sunday schools, in in a business environment, in a sports arena, and many other venues where you can exercise your calling as a leader. How can you define a leader? Simple definition would be someone who has influence in the lives of other people. This would include the home, school, church, business, or other opportunities to exercise your influence, be that influence big or small. What leadership qualities can be seen in all leadership situations? What priorities do you put at the top of your list as a leader of things you want to role model to the people you are influencing? Acts chapter 6 has the answer. Here's what the text says in Acts chapter 6, verse 1 and following. Now at that time, all the disciples were increasing in number. A complaint developed on the part of the Hellenistic Jews against the native Hebrews because their widows were being overlooked in the daily serving of food. So the twelve summoned the congregations of the disciples and said, It is not desirable for us to neglect the word of God in order to serve tables. Instead, brothers and sisters, select from among yourselves seven men of good reputation, full of the spirit and wisdom, whom we may may put in charge of this task. But we will devote ourselves to prayer and the ministry of the word. What was the result of of setting these priorities? That is the priority of the ministry of the word and leadership priorities and, and prayer. Number one, spending time in prayer and time reading and studying the Word of God was important to these early leaders. What was the results of their prayers? The results were verse 7. So the Word of God spread, the number of disciples in Jerusalem increased rapidly, and a large number of priests became obedient to the faith. Number two, an unintended result of the leader's desire to pray and study the Word of God was that other people got involved in the work helping with the ministry. Concerning the Grecian widows in Acts chapter 6, verse 5, the Bible says, The announcement found approval with the whole congregation, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit. Number three, it was not a one-man show with lots of spectators. Other people could begin to use their spiritual gifts in helping out the widows. This freed up the leaders to be involved more in the word of God and prayer. So where do Christians get the power and direction they need to successfully minister to people? It comes from prayer and the study of the word. Here's a few thoughts on prayer and the Word of God. Number one, to pray well is the better half of study. Number two, prayer does not need proof. It needs practice. And then from 1 Peter 3, verse 12, the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayers. What does the Bible say about leadership? The Bible says in Psalm 119, verse 105, the Word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. Patrick Henry said the Bible is worth is worth all the other books which have ever been printed. And carrying a Bible will never replace reading it. William Carey is considered the father of modern missions. He was once approached for he was once reproached for spending too much time in prayer and he neglected his business. He replied that supplication, thanksgiving and intercessions was much more important to his life than laying up treasures on earth. Carey said, quote, Prayer is my real business, unquote. He said, fixing shoes is a sideline. It just helps me to pay expenses. The Lord honored William Carey's vigorous faith, for he became a renowned missionary and was used by God in India, Burma, and East Indies. 
Every leader, be it in the home, the school, the church, the pulpit, or other leadership roles, a leadership must carve out time in their busy schedule to meet with God in prayer. Being too busy to pray is not an excuse acceptable to God. Prayer is where we get our power, direction, fellowship, and an encouragement from God. I heard a fishing enthusiast on TV the other day. He said, if you're too busy to go fishing, you're just too busy. And if I apply that to our study today, if you're too busy to pray, you're just simply too busy. Your ability to lead effectively may come, with, come well with a reflection of your, on your time in prayer. Throughout Scripture, we see the Bible's greatest leaders spending their time talking to God. Moses met with God daily in the tent of meetings in the desert. King David prayed to God regularly. In fact, many of the Psalms are prayers. Jesus himself taught the disciples to pray in Matthew chapter 6, and he prayed to the Father numerous times, including before his arrest in the Garden of Gethsemane in Matthew chapter 26. Since those ancient times, leadership and prayer has gone hand in hand. If we're seeking God's will, we need to simply ask God in prayer, and he will glorify himself through our lives as he answers our prayers and guides us in our life's journey. In conclusion, we should give our pastors and leaders time to fulfill Acts chapter 6, verse 4. If they're bogged down in administrative work or fighting fires, the ministry won't go forward. The apostles' emphasis on prayer and the ministry of the word and their willingness to delegate responsibilities should give us pause about the problems we, ex we experience in our pastoral and leadership environments. They should have time to determine the, ma the major theological issues and determine the church in the direction the Holy Spirit directs. We should be willing to find solutions to smaller problems and with their agreement, get them done. The apostles were wise in delegating various responsibilities that they faced. They did not feel responsible to solve every little problem that, w that the church faced. God did not call the apostles to be everything for the church, and it goes the same for pastors today. God will raise up workers to serve in various ways. The apostles did not view waiting on tables as something beneath them. They looked at waiting on tables as something that other people could do using their gifts to advance the ministry. What gives the ministry its power? It is communion with the Lord, seeking his will and drawing insights from the word of God. May God allow us as leaders to spend time in prayer and ministry of the word to succeed in our roles as leaders in the home, school, church, and business context. Amen. Let's pray. Father, in one sense, we're all leaders, and we pray that you will empower us through our times of meeting with you in Bible study and prayer, and pray that you'll lead and direct each and every one of us, Lord, as we lead your people, be it our, in our homes, in our schools, in our churches, whatever it may be, Lord, let the Holy Spirit have his way and teach us and direct our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.